Okay, let's get into Parshas Achremos Kedoshim, Tavshin Ayin Ches, as we again are uh, a week ahead here in uh, Eretz Yisrael, Tavshin Ayin Ches, but uh, the Parshios obviously are, uh, have messages that are for all time, and therefore these messages apply when everyone listens to them. Oh, we start off with the beginning of Parshas Achremos, the first Rashi in the Parsha. By Dabra Hashem Moshe, the Pasuk tells us, Hashem says to Moshe, Acharesh Moshe Nebine Aaron. After Aaron Cohen's children were, were tra- tragically died after bringing in Eish Zara, when they came close to Hashem, says Rashi, what does it mean that Hashem said to Moshe after Moshe Nebine Aaron? We know when it took place, right? This is after Parshas Shmini and Tazriya Mitzorah. So we know it's after. What's the emphasis? Hayah Reb Lazar ben Azariah, Moshe Marshal Marshal ben Azariah used to give a Marshal. L'chole shenichnas etzel etzlo rofi to a chole who went to a doctor. Amarlo al tochal tzonein v'al tishka v'tacha. The doctor gave instructions to the patient. And there's another doctor that came, or another person that came that gave the same instructions, but he was a little more graphic. So you don't die like so-and-so did. So it says, there's a Yosem and Arishon. Rashi says that second one is was more uh, graphic and he was more effective than the first one because of what he said. That's why it says, because Moshe Armenu is giving graphic imagery to Aaron Cohen. Says the Darke Musser. Let's think about this for a moment. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu giving chizuk to Aaron HaKohen. Aaron HaKohen needs chizuk. Aaron HaKohen, after he's about to do the avoda, he needs to say like, like, like that second uh, version of the of the person who told the patient. Says the Darke Musser. If it's even Aaron, obviously the message is for us. Musser Gado Yeshlomo Mikan. In source number one, this is a tremendous Musser. Ki Afilula Aaron HaKohen Gado Mashiach Hashem. Even to Aaron HaKohen. On his level, lo maspik sheomrim lo shelo yava b'chalei salakodesh. It's not enough to tell him not to do it, to tell him the tzivui, even though he was Aaron Akoi. But obviously, it's written here to give us a message. Ve'im yavo yamus elatzrichem lazhirosh lo yamus kebanav. You have to make it also graphic and clear for him. Ki masharon be'enayim mashpia yoser ala adam. Because what we see and what we have been through has a greater hashpa on a person than just what we could think about. Shlomo HaMelech B'Goelah, Shlomo HaMelech says, In Kohelas, ki lo yada ha'adam es ito kidagim ha'ne'achazim b'msuda. We don't know our time. We're like fish in a net who could see porim ha'achuzos b'pach. What does that mean? It sounds like there's no... There's no hashkacha at the end of life. Even though we know, if we think about it, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge and our days are numbered till 120. Because But it's not enough. Shlomo Malach feels it's not enough to say you have to remember the day of death. He gives the mashal of you think you're in control, you're like fish in a net. Why is he doing that? He's doing that for all of Klai Yisrael. The greatest imagery. He wants to raise this up. Like fish, like birds. And even so, even with this amazing imagery that he gives us, that we're, gonna, we're like birds or fish caught in a net, still we don't do enough, and we don't focus on Yom Misa enough, we don't focus on what we're supposed to do enough. Next paragraph, says the Darke Musser. What's the message? Why is it hard? Even Aaron Cohen gets uh, gets uh, graphic, and even all those who are reading Sefer Kohelis says the Dakimoser of Naiman. V'hinyan bazeh ki inyani yirat shemayim einam niknim la adam v'lo nechnasa belibo shalada bria ba'alma ela biyadia any type of being kona a certain attribute yirat shemayim being kona amida working on amida it does not come with a second handed or superficial commitment. We need to work hard. We need to push ourselves. We need to be committed. We're not going to be kona any type of mida 
any of the Midos, any of the Mishnayis and Pergiavos, nothing comes easy. It has to come only after hard work. Kamosha Amar Izei quotes from Rav Moshe Rosenstein, Mashkiach of the Yeshiva's Lamsha. Shemasiva Gemara, we know from the Gemara in Erevin that there was a very famous Rebbe named Preda. Rebbe Preda had a student that had to learn everything that he learned 400 times. 400 times until he knew it. Till he knew it. So we usually think that, oh, that Talmud, he must have had some issues. He must have been, uh, have some special needs. But the 400 times, it's not us. Says the Mashkiach. Kach binyane yirat shamayim. Kol echad domel atamat We're like the Talmud. We shouldn't look at ourselves as any better. We're like the Talmud. We need to do it again and again and again in order for us to know it. We like, oh, we got it. We got it. We understood it the second time. Do we remember it? Is it part of us? If somebody asks us next week about it, what was the Talmud ever be prayed? He wasn't. He didn't want to just understand it. He wanted it to become part of him, and it took four hundred times for it to come for it to become part of him. Says the so says the uh, uh, the Mashgiach. Kolech Adom LeTalmid Shabi Preida. Shetzarach LeShanein LaAtzmo Dalid Meos Paamim Ad Shadaver Yagiel LeLibo. So many times until it touches his heart. Ki Afilu Anoshim Geonim Besichlam. Even amazingly smart people. Dom LeTalmid Shabi Preida. We're like Rebbe Preida's Talmud that we need help. Famous Akukim Lilmo Dalid Meos Paamim Kedei Lachnias Libam. We have to do it again and again. It's hard for us, and that's why we need so much help. We need Graphic imagery, like Aaron Cohen had, like Coach Shlomo Amela gave, and he quotes even from the Gra that the Gra one time stayed up all night and he learned Zvachim Emenachas all night. He learned the Masechtas, and then another night he spent learning the Mishnah and Peah that we know Elud Varam Shein Lahem Shir. Oh, he needed the whole night for that. That's an easy Mishnah that you can just run through. The answer is no. To be Kona that Mishnah, you'll also have to push and persevere and work hard. And therefore, we have to recognize, as he ends off, how much we have to work hard and make sure the Torah goes into our heart. I learned something. Okay, but how much does that go into me? I have to learn in a way. I have to study in a way. I have to be committed in a way that it's going to become part of who I am. It's not just going to be something I do, but something I am. That's the avod of a person, to make sure that we go through shas, but we allow shas to go through us. We have to go through everything, but allow it to affect us, for us to become different people, because it's so hard unless we push ourselves. And that's what we learned from the first Rashi. First Rashi that even Arunak Cohen needed the graphic imagery in order to inspire him, in order for to for him to to make it part of who he is, right? So to speak, uh, so too, so too Lahavdil, but so too we have to make sure that we push ourselves and make it as clear as could be for us to be able to have our 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 sights and our goals on the uh, in the proper perspective. Okay, moving right along. So we know the first part of Parshas Achremos is all about Yom Kippur and the Avodas Yom Kippurim. So we'll start off with two thoughts relating to the Avoda of Yom Kippur. Rav Salvechik writes in a few places. It's in Reflections of the Rav in the first volume. I gave it to you from Mipnini Harav, from Rav Shechter's second volume about Rav Salvechik. He focuses on one of the more well-known details of the Avoda of Yom Kippur. And that is the two Seirim. The two Seirim, the beginning of the sixth parak in Yuma, the Mishnah describes the two goats of Yom Kippur, Mitzvasan Sheyu Shneim Shavim. They have to be equal. Equal in what way? Bamara, they have to look similar. Bakoma, the height. Bedamim, the same value. Belikichasak Yachad, buy them together. Everything about them was similar. So if they were similar, so what differentiated them between how do you know which one is Lashem, which one is Lazazel, which one is going to be the carbon Lashem bringing Kapara and Slicha in the base of Migdash, and which one is going to be brought Lazazel to the cliff in the Tzuk in Bar Yehuda? How do you know what determines that? We discussed this a little bit. In the past, when we spoke about last week, in last week, we spoke about the difference between uh, the Tzipare Mitzora and the Sir Lashem Lazazel. We spoke about it a little bit then, but now we're just focusing on this. Umasha Koveya Ez Lashem Ez Lazazel Hainu Hagoral. What's Koveya? Such a major decision? The Goral. The Goral, which we might say is chance, right? Which we might say is, you know, it's uh, just a coincidence, whatever it is, luck. What's the message for us? Says Rav Salvechik, tamid The Goro symbolizes the the uh, vicissitudes and the fickleness and the fact that nothing in life is kfius. Nothing in life is kavua 
Who knows what's going to happen? There are so many things out of our control. It's exactly why this is done on Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur, we're trying to achieve Kapara. We want to do something which reflects to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, part of our excuse, part of why He should give us Slich and Mechila. Because this is what we're subject to. Right, things happen that is out of our control. Difficulties, things that we wouldn't have planned on in our service of Hashem. Just like in a certain sense, there could be a little bit of inspiration to help somebody become a tzaddik. We're affected by our surroundings, and it's hard to be human being and to stand up to our surroundings. Realize so much of life is Goral. Obviously, Goral is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But we're using that to kind of explain ourselves and to... So, so much is, is, is beyond us, and we're affected by it, and we're sorry, but please understand that we're human beings. Right, it's, it's impossible. Right, it's, it affects us so much, it's like the islands, right? The Gemara we know in Baba Vasra, Rabbi Barbarchana, they come to the island and they start making themselves comfortable and they start setting up shop and then they start making a barbecue and all of a sudden the island starts shaking and what happens? The island turns over and they realize the island is really a whale, a large sea creature, but it wasn't an island and if our boat wasn't close enough, we would have drowned, says Rabbi Barbarchana. So what's the message of that Gemara in Baba Vasra? That, you know, sometimes life turns itself over on us. And it's hard for us to react. And maybe we don't react, you know, exactly how we should and the best that we should. And I'm going to say, and we, and we know we could be better. But that's part of what the Kapara of Yom Kippur is about and the Vidu of Yom Kippur with the Sir Lashem Lazir Azazel. What, what changes the destinies of these animals? External forces. Bimikre. So, so too, so much happens to us that changes our uh, um, behaviors and everything we're involved in. So please understand, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, That's what we say through the Avod of Yom Kippur, the Seir Lashem and the Seir Lazazel. Good. One other ha'ara relating to the Avod of Yom Kippur, and that's about the Tefillah of Yom Kippur. The Maharal Diskin has this on Parshas Achremos. That's what we're going to have it here on Parshas Achremos as well. The bracha that we say in the Tefillah of Yom Kippur, we say it a few times. Say it a few times, right? The bracha of Yom Kippur is not the answer to the trivia question of how many brachas do we say only once a year. The bracha in the in the Amida of Yom Kippur we say a few times. Erev Yom Kippur, that's the answer. Lahalik Ner Kippurim. That's a bracha that we say only once a year. It goes on that list. The four brachas you say once a year in Chutzlar. It's the seven brachas you say once a year in Eretz Yisrael. So one of them is Lahalik Ner Yom Kippurim. But in the Shmon Esrei we have Batid Elano Es Yom Kippurim Azel Lamchila Vaslicha Lachapara Valimchal Bo Es Kalavonuseinu. So Maral Diskin points out, you gave us Yom Kippur, we say, for forgiveness, Mechila Slicha Kapara, forgiveness of all different types of Averos, we know, Mezid, Shogigs, uh, and the like. V'limchal Boaz Kalavoseinu, and to have Mechila from all of our sins. So Maral Diskin is bothered, you know, isn't that, isn't that repetitive? We have Mechila, Slicha Kapara, and then we have L'limchal Boaz Kalavoseinu, right, to be Mochal on all of our Avonos, right? So isn't that isn't that uh, somewhat repetitive? Why there? Why is there a double lashon? Question one. Sarach lahavin. Tekivanta amar mitchilo lamechilo v'leslicho lachapara. Amat sarach lomar od v'limchabo as kolavono seinu. What do you need the extra v'limchabo as kolavono seinu? Right. We have already asked our avonos for all of our. We have we already asked for chuva acceptance for all of our avonos. And number two, we'll ask another question. As ready as part of the answer. He gives two answers. I gave uh, one of them here in source number three. Hine lechara line seven. A second question. Tzarech lahavin gamkein. Amashanu omrim ba'alchet shemispalel alchet v'chulu wies alchet 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 bechilul Hashem is one of the alchets. And chayvi krisus and chayvi misus and many different averos hachamuros biyoser. We say alchet 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 biyalachatoim biyalachatoim. 
But we know the Gemara tells us, and the Rambam quotes it in Hilchas Shuva, that certain Averos need more than Shuva. Certain Averos need Yisurin. Certain Averos need Misa. Chil Hashem is the worst. Right? He quotes the Gemara. Shuva of Yom Kippurim Tolin, V'Yisurin Memarkin. So what are we asking? Hashem, forgive us, Hashem, forgive us. It's not going to work. So number one, what's the extra lashon of Olim Chavuaz Kol And number two, it's even, it's even not real. It's a, it's a fake. It's not going to work. And just to read the Rambam at the end of the first parak of Hilchas Tshuva, even though tshuva is mechaper for everything, there are some averas that get kapara at the moment, and some only get kapara la'acharzman, keitzad. And he quotes, Fine, mitzvah sasei she'en bakaris, meaning excluding carbon pesach and mila. Avra mitzvah lo sasei she'en bakaris lo mitzvah bezdin vasa tshuva, tshuva tola, v'yom ha-kippur mechaper. So yom kippur can be mechaper for that, ki v'yom ha-zeh yechaper aleichem. Avra al-krisos u mitzvah bezdin vasa tshuva, tshuva v'yom ha-kippurim tolin, v'yisurin ha-ba'olav gomrin lo ha-kapara. Yisurin finish off the kapara, so yom kippur's not enough. So what are we doing on Yom Kippur? al hey, what it's only for. Forgive me now, maybe you need it as a, as a prerequisite. It's a tonight for when the Yisurin come. Yom Kippur Kapara is not only going to take part unless I do it, maybe. But the Ramam continues and says, With everything, Right, that's the pasuk based on the on the Gemara. So ask the Maral Diskin. So what are we saying in the Tefillah on Yom Kippur? Right, what does that extra line mean? So explains the Maral Diskin. Again, it's a thought based on a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, but he says it here. The Medrash Rabbi Vajigitavo talks about the power of the tefillah of the tzibur. Tefillah of the tzibur, the Gemara says that it could even break a gzardin that already took place. Says the Medrash, Tefillah shall call Yisrael shiny. The Medrash gives implicit power to the tzibur that at the time when Moshe Rabbeinu had the gzair not to go into Eretz Yisrael, Im az hayu kol Yisrael omdim etfilah, shirotim davka shihikani slari Yisrael, if all the Jews would have daven hard at that moment, at one time, we want Moshe to go in, haya nechas. He would have gone in. He would have gone in uchodomela zeh, or similar, look in the in, in Rosh Hashanah, imkein chazinan de tefilah shall kol Yisrael de rabim u'inyan gadol, when all of Klai Yisrael daven together, there's a power to it. There's something that is un, unparalleled and unimaginable to power. So to the vidui, this Yom Kippur, every Jew is saying it. All Jews are davening together. It has the din of Tfilas Kol Yisrael, not in the same place, but in throughout the world. So if every Jew davens for the entire Am Yisrael, so then that could even bring Kapara for all of theirs. And that's the second point that we're asking for. Not just Lomchil Vosich HaKapara personally, but Lomchil Vosich HaKapara nationally. First daven for the lesser Averos, even on the Chamura. So we learn the power of Tfilah B'Tzibur, the power of the entire Tzibur, but even if it's not the entire Tzibur, but a big Tzibur, right? it's still the power that it could break it could break uh, Averos and Xeros that otherwise, following the normal rules, wouldn't be able to be broken. Okay, so that finishes our discussion of Yom Kippur. And now we move on to the next part of the Parsha, which is in Parak Yudzayin, Pasuk We have the discussion of Shchut Echutz. 
Ish ish bi beis Yisrael, asher yishcha shoro chesev, o eiz b'machaneh, or asher yishcha michutz b'machaneh. If somebody shechs an animal outside, they're not supposed to. Ve'al pesach m'olamoy lo hevi'o. La'akriv karban l'ashem, and he didn't bring it to the pesach o'olamoy, l'afnei mishkan Hashem, dam yichashev l'eshahu, dam shafach. He's a murderer. We discussed this in the past. Very graphic language when it comes to shchut dechutz. He's a murderer. Dam yichashev. V'nichras ha'ishahu b'karvamo. And the zachiv kareis for shchut dechutz. L'man asher yaviyu b'nei Yisrael zivchem asher yimzofchem al-pnei asada. Deviyam l'ashem al-pesach al-amoy. Bring it to the base of Migdash. Don't, don't shecht it anywhere you want. V'zavchu zivchei shlamim l'ashem osam. Dafka, bring it to the base of Migdash. Says of Yosef Nechemya, a life-changing thought. A thought that if we really internalize this thought, we will, you know, live our lives to the fullest, so to speak, in serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says Rav Yosef Nechem Yekornitzer here in source number six. What's the big focus of Shchut Echutz? So many psukim, so graphic, so strong. What's the message? What's the message? Here's your Akasav top left. Here's your Akasav Bazeh. Look how he formulates it. And that we could already see the generalizing. Since this animal has power for Kedusha and power to be Reach Nichoach, because it has power for Kedusha, it's terrible if it's not used for Kedusha. If you Shachta Bachutz, you are abusing it and not using it for the way and the great Kedusha that it could achieve. From here you'll learn an unbelievable Musr. Hashem gave everybody power for Kedusha, whether it be in Torah, whether it be in a business mind, whether it be this, whether it be that. We could use all of our kochos for Kedusha. Everybody has different kochos. If we don't use our powers that Hashem gave us, our talents, our skills for Kedusha, we're being makriv a carbon bachutz. We're using our, our kochos for something other than the pnimius of what Hashem gave it for. Unbelievable. Yada ki kochos elu kedoshim heim Our powers are holy. Somebody has the power to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a, or a physicist to use it in the proper, proper way. Lo yishtamishem belti l'ashem levado. We have to use it for, uh, positive giving to the world. If we don't use it to bring Nachas Ruach, it's pure for money, it's pure for selfish motives. Right, you have to make a parnasa. But if my whole purpose is not to use it for constructive purposes, to help people, to help the world, to, uh, to accomplish, like I'm taking something, or something of Kodesh, some power that Hashem gave me, some ability, some talent, and I'm using it for nothing. I'm just, I'm just uh, burning it outside the base of Migdash. Venire shall zamr chazal b'melitza, and that's what b'melitza Rava says. Kavi chazi rabbanu davi nafki leparnasson in eicha raba when when he saw the rabbanu go out to their parnasa kara alayu tishtapechna avne kodesh brosh kol chutzos. The holy stones have been poured out everywhere. What does that mean? Exactly, it's holy stones. If he sees people that should be involved in Torah, in mitzvos, in other pursuits, and they're involved in other things. He saw somebody who was, had unbelievable power. Somebody who should be the next God He has the power to stay and be the great Torah leader. And they're going out. They use it for only selfish motives. As betzeda karale, and that's like shchut echutz. Tish tapech na avne kodesh berosh kol chutzos. Kimamish kishochei kachem bachutz. Our job is to bring karbanos bifnim. That's our job in life, not to be makru bachutz chas b'shalom. And then he even says, maybe that's alluded to al derech drush, alluded to to something we say in benching. We shouldn't need lowly day help matnas basar vadam for lowly day avasam kiim liyadcha hamalei absucha. So what is that? We're asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu for help. 
Shenizke, Shalonit Starech La Seis Pisarena Vidamenu Kochenu Visachlenu Varam Ovrim and Ifsadim. Right, lo, we shouldn't need to give our powers, Loli Manas Basar Vadam, just to do, to use for physical activities. Loli Avasam, even if it's only for temporary physical activities. Kimli Yadcha Hamaleya Psucha, we should be able to use all of our kochos, all of our powers, Hakadish Baruchu, for you, for spiritual, uh, ideas, Valorak, Shalolasim Lasmitsus, Elagam Lusha, Halva Asam, just, uh, but for, uh, ultimate, the Alkane, line 37. And therefore, that is why after this whole section of Shrute Chutz, what is the Torah say? Chukas Olam Tiazos Lahem Lodorosam. What do you mean Lodorosam? Shrute Chutz, Hashem knew that the base of English wouldn't be forever. So what do you mean Lodorosam? It may be a Pashus, Pad was a mean, it means if I have a carbon today, I can't shaft it. Because it's under the base of Mikdash. But he says it means on a deeper level. Vakavana. As parents, we have to realize if our children have certain kochos of powers, we can't minimize, we can't misuse and abuse their kochos. We have to try to guide them. Again, there's so much yata deshmaya. We do our best. And the rest is out of our control. But we have to do our best to try to give them the proper education. Right? We have to do our best to try to fill up our children with Torah and mitzvot and values that we hold near and dear. A lot of people don't try to give their children the fullest. It's forever, this message. And we have to do our best to try to bring our children up to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the greatest way possible. So, Rabbi Yosef Nechemia says, our life has to be about bringing karbonos and not chas v'shalom, about being shochet kachim bachutz. Okay. Moving right along towards the end of the parsha, In Parak Yudches, Pasik Gimel. Hashem says to Moshe to tell B'nai Yisrael, I am Hashem your God. Do not imitate the actions of Egypt, even though you live there. Don't go like the people where you're from. Eretz Mitzrayim, don't act like the people we are going to. Eretz Canaan, Ubuchu Koseyam Lo Don't do like their Maisim, and don't do like their Chukim. That is the literal translation of the words. Kemaz Eretz Mitzrayim, Kemaz Eretz Canaan, and Ubuchu Koseyam Lo Do not follow their Chukim. Rather, what are you supposed to do? Es Mishpatai Tasu, Ves Chukosai Tishmoru, Lo Follow my mishpatim, sa follow my chukim, ani Hashem elokechem. Good. So if you look here, interesting, it's the contrast of the chukim of the akim, akum, and the chukim of Hashem. Right? We come out, like the actions of Mitzrayim and Canaan don't follow, and the chukim of them don't follow. Mishpatim and chukim of Hashem we should follow. So what's the, what's the nakuta here? What's the focus emphasizing that the chukim of each one uh, are zel umadzeh. Ask Rabbi Yerucham Lovavitz in Source 5. Hemen akasuv chukos hagoyim neged leumaz chukos haTorah. Ma hadim yon vashivyon. What's the comparison? What's the what's the equation? Umah inyan mazeh. What's what is the Torah trying to hint to us regarding this? Hine says Rabbi Yerucham. Hatorah mischalekas kiadua b'mishpatim mitzvos vechukim. So we know the Pasuk even here says, Mishpatai and Chukosai. Right, we have Mishpatim and Chukim. And that's what Rashi here says. Examples of Chukim. Dvarim she'en gzeres ha-melech. She'etzarimei shivaleim lomolon l'shamron. Right, the ones that we call Chukim without Tom. Vumos olam eshivin aleim. Chazir, Shatniz, Mechatas. Right, Hashem says you have to listen. You have to listen to them. So, let's read it in the words of Yeruch, of Yeruch, of Yeruch, of Rav Yeruchim. Bimishpatim mitzvahs achukim. Umishpatim halonikram dvarim sheishlem tam. Mishpatim are usually what we call things with mitzvahs with reasons that we understand. The chukim heim asher ein lahem koltam. And chukim don't have reasons. Vu'ulam, that's the, on the surface, that's the chilek. But says Rav Yerucham, on a deeper level, 
Vulam Hamisponim Bimishpatim Mitsalamdis, if you really start analyzing the Mishpatim, the things that you think are, are totally understandable, Imrak Ma'amikim, the Chodrim Bipniusam. We go down to the depths of these halachas. Roim takef. Shayna inyan ken kvisha chasha betchilaso. It's not like we thought. There are so many details of even the Mishpatim that ultimately ultimately everything's a chok. Everything, so many details, even within murder, even within stealing, things that we would call the greatest mishpat in the world. You come to concepts and definitions. Not everything is so obvious and logical and explainable. And we go even deeper. So we have chukim and mishpatim. It says Rabbi Khan on a deeper level, it's all chukim. It's all chukim. Even the mishpatim turn out to be chukim. And he gives a mashal. Meaning, so what's the, what we call some things mishpat, the Torah itself calls some things mishpatim. Let's talk about food for a minute. And then we'll get back to Torah. Get back to laws. There are some foods that are very tasty, that are delicious. And the mouth, the tongue, the taste buds in our mouth might come to think, so to speak. They could think, the tongue could think that, wow, the whole purpose of eating the food is for this taste. It's for this delicious sensation that I'm getting. But ultimately, as we know, that's not the reason that you eat. Right, the food goes through the palate and gets digested till it gets down to all the parts of the body. Once the food's inside of us, once the food is doing the main purpose of food, digestion and nourishment, you don't taste it anymore. Taste has nothing to do with it then. The Kavanas Achila Halohi Beemes Dafka Lisham El Chaim Atzmam. And ultimately, the reason that we eat is not because it tastes good. That's not the ultimate reason we eat. We eat to get nourishment. Okay, we might choose certain things that give us some temporary taste also. But the ultimate reason that we eat is for nourishment. That's in terms of Gashmias. Says of is the same team in terms of Ruchnias. What's the purpose of a mitzvah? If we understand the mitzvahs and the purpose is what, for what we understand, that's just tam. That's just taste. That's just external. The ultimate purpose of the mitzvah is to nourish our souls, as we know. Dicker of the Torah is Even the mishpatim. And all the mitzvahs are gzeres Hashem. They're not to get nana. Some of them have hanah just at the outset. When we start doing it, that's the tam. The ha'amnam on top in six. Ki b'mishpatim u'mimitzvahs halo margishim be'emes tam nifla. Avakol ze'eno rak begeder cheich. That's just like the cheich. It's like the, the palate getting something. Asher abori is rakol ya. And Hashem wants to give us, make it tasty a little bit. Hashem wants to make it taste good for us. But that's not the ultimate purpose of the mitzvah. It's when, we, when the mitzvah is done and it affects amazing things. So certain chukim, Hashem didn't even give us that taste. Sometimes you have to eat food that doesn't taste so good because you know it's good for you. And it's left as a chok belitam. Hashem could have made them all have taste, but he didn't. This is this is the background to chukim and mishpatim. So really, everything is chukim, even though some things look at mishpatim. So now, says Rav we can get back to our pasuk. Remember, what did our pasuk say? Don't do like the ma'isim in Mitzrayim and in Canaan and like their chukim, but only do like the chukim of Hashem and the mishpatim of Hashem. Don't do like their maisim. And don't do like their chukim. What is this last line adding? So Rashi says, What is this last ending line chok adding? These are 
No, things that they do, part of their society, things that are engraved in their behaviors. Kagon, their entertainment. Tartios v'itz tadios. That's Rashi. Yeshdom gam eitzel hagoyim maisim shem kemitzvah seslam. Avol yesh seslam od chukim. Hashem yamnam kolikarm drum chakukim lohem. Drum shem bohem kol tamu mahalich. Elanovim miateva shalem eitzel mahutam. Some things don't give them taste. They just do it. Just like our chukim. Our chukim. They go down to our mahus. Even though the taste is on the outside. It looks like taste. But really it goes back to the, down to their mahus. So so too the goyim have chukim that go to their essence, we have to stay away from those. May etzema instinct shalahem atzmo, v'hu ha'chia ikr shalahem, their ikr, u'bihilachadam in imusein shalgayim, when you take part in the, in the tartios and all of those, that's part of their chukim, and B'nai Yisrael cannot have part of that. U'shmartem es chukosai. You have to be shomer my chokim, says Hashem, because those go down to the essence of who you are, and even though some of them have taste, really ultimately everything is chok, Everything is coming directly from the essence that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us with. Okay. A little bit later, again, a lot in Achremos uh, here, we'll have one or two thoughts on uh, Kedoshim as well. But again, each of these parshios really deserves its own its own parsha. There's so much here. We have two most more famous words in the parsha. In Parakir Ches Pasakeh, Ushbartem is Chukotem is Bishbatesh, Yasa Ozam HaAdam, Vachai Bohem, Ani Hashem. And you shall live in them. We know Vachaybahem is a makar for the halacha of Pikuach Nefesh being Doche called Mitzvah Shabbat Torah. Right? We have to live, except for the big three. We always take life instead of the uh, mitzvah itself. Right? The Ramban uh, says, Surah 7, 7, beginning of it is quoted, so what does the Ramban mean? So let's go deeper. Every Chayim said to each and every individual Jew. What, is, what does that mean? So let's read the Minchas Asher, who has an unbelievable thought in source number 7. Line 11. We know, V'chayim is not just a suggestion, it's a Chayim. It's a demand. Somebody's life's in danger. They have to save their life. They have to drive up to the hospital on Shabbos. It's now going to be machmir. Why is it that sometimes we find and this is not normative today and it should not be done, but we find throughout history some people who gave their lives even for other mitzvos, right? We have uh, the Elisha uh, Valkanafayim for Tefillin. He almost gave his life. Or we even have Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara in Erevin and Davchafal. If he quotes it on the top of the next page in source number eight, Tana Rabbanan, Maisa Rabbi Akiva. Was in jail. Every day, used to help him. Every day, they brought him water, one half of it for drinking and half of it for Natilas Yadayim. One day, the jail keeper thinks that there's something fishy going on here. He thinks he has more water in there this today. Maybe you, you, you're you trying to make a ground soft so you could dig. He takes and dumps out half the water. He realizes there's not enough water here, both for Natilas Yadayim and to drink. He says to Yeshua Garsi, don't you know I need more water than this? He told him what happened. He says, the guard took half away from me. Of course I know you need more. What am I supposed to do? Marlo, says, okay. Give me the water anyway. Meanwhile, at What do you mean? You're going to do Natilas Yadayim. You need to drink it. How are you going to risk your life? Marlo, Mayase. What could I do? Shechayavim aleim misa. I'll be chayav misa if I don't do Natilas Yadayim. There's a Gemara like that. Mutab amus misas atzmi v'lo ever al das chaveira. My friend said that you got to do Natilas Yadayim. My fellow Tanoim, that's what I do. I'm going to do Natilas Yadayim even though I'm not going to have any water. Amru lo toam klumat shehevi lo mayim, and eventually he lived. Good. 
Question. How could Rabbi Kiva do this? Right? How could the other Tanoam do this? Right? It's not just a prerogative. It's just, just a choice that you have. Explains Rabbi Asher Weiss. This is not for normative practice. But for certain Yechidi Skula in the days of old, like Rabbi Akiva, his chai, his life was one of Mesiris Nefesh. Every second of his life was Mesiris Nefesh. So giving his life was part of what he does every single day. Every second, well, we can't fathom this of Tarasu Umnaso. But this was Rabbi Akiva. His Vachaibahem was a life of Mesiris Nefesh. So giving his life for a mitzvah, if he wasn't going to be able to do the mitzvah, then his, it would, it would, the life wouldn't be worth living so to speak, in his view. Because he has to do mitzvahs. He has to do every mitzvah that comes in front of him. So Bikiva was ready to give his life for a mitzvah. And he was able to do that because he was the life of Messias Nefesh. Part one. But then he has fascinating part two. What did we just say? Rabbi Kiva was ready to give his life for a mitzvah. But now it's one step further. Rabbi Kiva was ready to give his death for Nitzilas Yadayim. What does that mean? So we're all familiar with the Gemara at the end of Masechus Brachas. The Gemara that describes the, the horrific events of Rabbi Kiva's death, where he was teaching Torah, and the uh, Papas came by, what are you teaching Torah, what's going to happen, and uh, the story eventually that Rabbi Kiva was taken for teaching Torah in, in uh, public. And when they took him out to kill him, line 38, let's pick it up. It was the time for Kriyashma. They were combing his flesh with metal combs. And he was saying Kriyashma over and over. How could we, we can't witness this. It's too terrible. It's so terrible. He says to them, what are you talking about? I've been waiting for this all my life. Read my whole life when I David, I used to think this. I used to think about when I would give my life to Hashem. And I always thought, will I ever get the uh, get the um, chance to be Moser Nefesh literally for Hakadosh Baruch Hu? I wondered. I said it, I had the kavana, but I wondered. Now that I have the ability, I shouldn't be mekayimit. And he was marach be'echad until his soul went out with the word echad. The amazing story by Rabbi Akiva. So says Rabbi Shavuot. Let's think about this for a minute. Rabbi Akiva was sitting in jail, and he got a little bit of water. And he said, I'm not going to drink the other half. I'm just going to use it for Natila Shadayim. What would have happened if Rabbi Kiva would have died? Right? He was able to use a little bit for Natila Shadayim. He didn't have any more water. If he would have died, then what would have happened? We wouldn't have had this amazing story at the end of Masechus Brachas. Rabbi Kiva would never have been able to be Mekayim Kiddush Hashem Barabim. For what? He was ready to die quietly in a jail cell just to do the Mitzvah of Natila Shadayim. Meaning, Rabbi Kiva not only was ready to give his life for the Mitzvah of Netil Yadayim, he was ready to give his special death for Netil Yadayim. Right? Even though he would only get one chance to do this. Call Yomai, Yaisim Star. His whole life he was waiting for this. That's what he says also at the end. What is his, what does he answer his Talmudim? Rabbi Adkan, Rabbi Kiva was saying, you think this is a moment and it just happens? No, it's a lifelong process, a lifelong yearning to take care of this. And if the whole life, you know, somebody yearns for this, so then maybe they can reach the level of having this at the end of one's life. But the key is that he was ready not only to give his life, Al-Kiddush Hashem, he was ready to give for his death, just to do a mitzvah drabanam, Natila Shadayim, and HaKadosh Baruch had other plans. He said he was going to be zochet to it, but this was the actions of Rabbi Akiva, within V'chai Bahem, below Shayamas Bahem. And that's what he says at the end, in the last paragraph, he says, what does the word Adkan mean? They're not asking, why is this happening? They're saying, how is this happening? How could you reach such a level? Adkan. How is it? And Rabbi Kiva says, My whole life I was waiting for this. My whole life I was yearning 
And Baruch Hashem, uh, Baruch Hashem. But uh, for him, he's very happy that he's able to fulfill the mitzvah in the last moments of his of his life. So that's the v'chay bahem and the unique v'chay bahem of Rabbi Akiva. Okay, let's get in two, two more thoughts relating to Parshas Kedoshim. Again, Kedoshim is jam-packed with a lot of famous mitzvahs, v'yat l'recha kamocha, and others. So one mitzvah that we have in Parak Yutes, we'll talk about two mitzvahs in Parak Yutes. One of them is to be Dalakav's chus. B'tzedek tishpot amisecha. That's what the Pasuk says right after Shani. B'tzedek mishpat amisecha, Rashi quotes, kimashma'o, which means a judge. A judge has to be honest. Davaracher, havidones chavercha lekav schus. You have to judge your friend lekav schus. Lekav schus. Uh, if he is a Russia Gomor, then they say not, but that's not your friend. That's not Chavercha. That's why Tishpot Amisecha. This is counted in the, in the Monia Mitzvahs as being Dan Lakavschus. A, a story that I mentioned uh, seven or eight years ago, but I'll give it again because it's uh, worthwhile to repeat, and that's from Rapinkas quotes it here in Source number 10. That Tzedek Tishpot Amisecha, Dan Lakavschus, doesn't only apply to individuals, but it applies to situations. To look at situations in a positive light. To be because really situations are ultimately judging God. And if I think a, a situation is, is negative, then I'm blaming God. And if I think it's positive, I'm giving credit to Hashem. So, exactly quotes the story from Laser Silver in the DP camps. When he goes to the story and he meets somebody, he tried to comfort them, he tried to give chizik, and to organize Jewish life amongst the Amongst the uh, refugees, Ben Ashar who irgim minyanim, he also made minyanim. Avol Hashayasham Yehudi Echad Shebeshemofan LaRatz LaSarif LaMinyan. You know, many have heard, might have heard this story before, but it's a it's a very uh, insightful story. There was one guy that refused. I'm not being part of a minyan. I'm not doing anything Jewish. I'm giving it up. Who tamed and then he wrote Salakir BeYadut. Velo wrote some minion, velo tefila, velo shum davar. Not interested. He was mad at God for the for everything he saw. Made a Judaism, I'm done. Her silver shaloto. Her kulam savul kamokha bitso bitsura. She efshalatar lasaper. Everybody here saw exactly what you saw. Why, how are you more angry and more upset than everybody else in the same, the same situation that you went in? You won't even answer your heshme rabba? He shivlo osi yehudi yehudi says, I'll tell you why. When they took us to the camps, ha yisham yehudi echad, shitzliach la hagniv, lamachane sitter. Right, there was one person who was able to smuggle a sitter in. He was able to smuggle it in, and he told everybody, "Who sitter Whoever wants to use my sitter for a half an hour, you want to use my my sitter for half an hour? You have to pay me. It's his sitter. He wants to make a little money, and or make a little food. You have to give him half the bread. You want to use it for an hour? You have to give me the whole bread of the day." He started, people started, did it. Many people did it. They gave their bread. And through that, through the Mishar of a sitter, he was able to get a lot of bread. Which would happen often after the war. He started eating and his body wasn't used to it because he ate so much in a short amount of time. He died. That's the story. But this man says, knew this guy who had a sitter who was so who stooped so low to charge money, charge charge bread. People had to give their bread. He couldn't just lend out the sitter. He couldn't just give it to people. If there are people like that 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 want the money, this this Jewish miser, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in anything that has to do with God or Judaism, and that's why I'm throwing it all away. Riff Silver says to him, "Can I ask you something else?" He says, "Yeah." He says, why are you looking at the Jew that sold, that sold the rights to use the sitter, right? Why are you looking at him? He's a miskain and a tipesh. He sold half, half an hour of the sitter with, for tmur eschatzi manas lechem. Why don't you look at the Jews? Why don't you look at the Jews who were ready to give up their bread to use a sitter for half an hour, for an hour? And he had so many. Don't look at the one Jew who did that. Look at the many Jews. The many Jews who followed, you know, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, followed the power of the Avos in Tefillah. They would give everything away to have a sitter for half an hour. That's what a Jew is. A Jew would take a sitter for half an hour and he would pay with his life bread for it. He says, that's, 
that's also considered B'Tzedek Tishpot Amisecha. We have to not only look at people with the um, a generous way in the, giving them the benefit of the doubt, we have to try to look at situations, trying always to see the glass half full, not half empty, because that ultimately is leading to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but that's B'Tzedek Tishpot Amisecha about situations. Good. Another Pasuk in the same context, in the same uh, um, cluster of Sukkim, in Pasuk Yud Zayin, teaches us the mitzvah of Tochacha. Hocheach Tochiach Es Amisecha. Hocheach Tochiach Es Amisecha. Give Musr, give rebuke to your Amit, to your friend. Says the Likuta Yoshua, and we'll end with this this week. Likuta Yoshua. Reisi B'Shem Gadol Echad Aisua. In the name of uh, a certain Gadol, why the Pasuk Dafkir says Amisecha? Close friend. Right? Lama never can lash an amisecha of lola chicha. Just say a chicha like all the other psukim. Vihat the reacha. Right? But most things are avedas a chicha. Kola tarakula says a chicha. Question one. Vigam menyan shall osisa alav chait. Also, the question that bothers many. What's the end of the pasuk? Ocheat ochech has amisecha of losisa alav chait. So he says maybe it's based on the al shech hakadosh. The al shech says, al tochach leitz penyisnoacha. Don't give rebuke to a scoffer, lest he hate you. Give rebuke to a wise man, and he will love you. What is the Shlomo HaMelech telling us here? What does it mean? Give tochacha to a chacham. If he is a chacham, he doesn't need Musr. What are you giving him tochacha for? Says the al no. The chacham in late description is not talking about the person you are giving Musr to. It's talking about how you are giving the Musr. If you're giving Musr and rebuke to your friend, don't talk down to him. Don't say you're a scoffer, you're a nothing. Why'd you do it? If you speak to somebody like that, forget it. You're not going to accomplish anything. It'll be even worse. He'll hate you. Who are you to be in charge of me? But you have to say to him with a soft tone. But Tomarlo and say, this is beneath you. You are so much better than that. How do you get drawn into this? So then it's going to go in. It's going to go in. So the Pasuk in Mishle is describing how you give. Al tochach leitz, don't give Musr by calling him, by treating him like a leitz pen because he's just going to hate you. Hochach lechacham, give tochacha and treat him like a chacham in the tochacha. Raise him up via vecha and he will, and he will love you. So that's the Alshech. So says the Likute Yoshua here of Yeshua Scheinfeld from Lublin. Use that to explain our pasuk. Even if you have to give tochacha, give tochacha like he's your me. He's your close friend. This is beneath you. Please, please, you know, do better for you. Not just do better for me. Like Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says on this uh, Pasuk. I think we mentioned this a number of years ago. Tochach is a mitzvah ben Adam la... is not a mitzvah ben Adam la chavero. La makom is a mitzvah ben Adam la chavero. You know, we might think that what's hochiach tochiach, we're like God's guards. Right? We're his shomrim and we have to guard the faith. No, it's in the context of all the mitzvahs uh, ben Adam la chavero. We have to realize it's for the person. If it's for the person, we have to do our best to help it be successful. Right, not just like I'm doing my 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 work for God. The way for it to be successful is to treat him like a chacham, not like a leitz. To bring him up, show him that he's better than that. That's ultimate tochacha. And Hashem, we should be zocher, even though it's very hard. It should be zocher to give that type of tochacha in the uh, in all the various contexts that we find ourselves. Okay, we'll have to stop here. But these are the parshios of Achremos Kedoshim Tavshin Ayin Ches.